0: guys. And I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson show where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. Okay, so today we have to talk about what is going on with the economy, okay? Are we going into a recession? Well, guess what? You've come to the right place. I am here to answer your question definitively. Uh, I'm going to let you know whether or not the United States is going into a recession once once and for all, and I know that history will absolutely prove me right on this one. So without further ado, since so many of you have shown uh, interest in this, and listen, I know most of you aren't finance geeks like me. You're not sitting around looking at whether or not interest rates are going up or down and what the Fed is saying and paying attention. That's fine, that's what you come to me for. I'm here to inform you all that because I don't have a life right now, and this is what I do, I look at these things. Now, if you're out looking to buy a home, then maybe you haven't paying attention to interest rates and maybe you're going, crap, this really sucks because you've noticed that they have skyrocketed over the past two to three weeks uh, to a point that now we are over 5% on interest rates, whereas before we were at, you know, three, three and a half. And we thought we'd be at five maybe by the end of the year. And oh, shoot, what is it? April 7th? And yeah, we've already blown past our target, and it's not looking like it's going to slow down soon. So that is not a good sign. Sorry, home shoppers, but hey, if you can wait a little while, that could be good. It could really, uh, you know, bring down prices a little bit. Um, but it's definitely not going to help the supply issue. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the episode first. I'm gonna give you the answer about whether or not we are going into a recession. Uh, And then we're going to talk about why real quick. So the majority of you, if you need to just listen to this beginning part, get the answer and click it off. That's fine. If you want to understand a little bit more as to why I am giving this answer, then uh, stick around for a little bit. But yeah, the answer with 100% definitiveness, I can honestly say that we don't know. We do not know if we are going into a recession in 2022. Is it likely? Yeah, it's looking pretty likely. But guess what? Economists historically have a terrible track record at predicting when a recession is going to happen. Okay, so that's it. There's your answer. You came for the hot take. There's your hot take. The Stephen Corson show. You heard it here first. Feel free to tell all your friends about it. But yeah, that's um, that's what's happening. We don't know. And we're probably not going to know. The reality is most people, most of the time we don't even know we're in a recession until we're actually in it. It's like being thrown into a pool on a hot floor today, And it's like, am I swimming or was I already just so soaked in sweat from walking around on a hot August day due to the 189% humidity that we always have that it just feels like I'm swimming. Uh, hey, I get it. It it feels pretty close to the same thing. But yeah, no, it turns out you're actually in a pool. You are swimming. You might want to get out and take a breath. So, you know, <laughs> that's that's it. There's your hot take. So let, let's talk about why. Why don't we know this? And why can you not trust anyone outside of me to tell you the truth that they don't know? Well, number one, nobody likes to just admit that they don't know, because guess what? That's bad press. Um, you get bigger ratings and answers. And I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in giving the truth out. And um, but but it's better to give a hot take. So listen, there's some really I mean, just in one article from The New York Times, I have I have both sides of it. You have the previous president of the Fed Coming out saying, oh, yeah, no, 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 we're going to a recession like we're absolutely going to a recession. And then in the same one you have in the same article, you have the CEO of a major bank sitting here going like eh, we might we might not. If we do, it's probably going to be 2023. Um, you've got people from Harvard, global chief economists for think tanks going, ah, I mean, it could be possible like we don't know. So so that's the whole thing. I did a podcast a couple episodes ago talking about what you need to do if we go into a recession. Okay, there's nothing you individually can really do to stop it at this point. Unless I am talking to people in the Fed, I'm talking to uh, President Biden at this point in time and a bunch of other high level government banking economists uh, globally around. There's really nothing that can be done at the individual level about whether or not we go into a recession what you can do and what we're all about on the stephen corson show and what i'm always about is controlling what you can control and what you can control is your spending what you can control is whether or not you're making more money what you can control is making sure that your finances are in order, that you have cash available, that you have six to 12 months of an emergency fund statement. Like those are all things that you can do. You are not helpless. And guess what? Nobody is coming to save you. I don't know how many times they have to delay student loans payments uh, instead of forgiving them despite the fact that they promised it over and over again in, in the campaigns. Get, they're not gonna do it. They, they cannot, Forgive $1.9 trillion of student loans. We don't have the money. We've already overspent the budget. Nobody's coming to save you guys, okay? I don't say that to make political statements. Every political party does it. Everybody makes promises that they, they don't keep, can't keep, whatever. It's it's just the game, okay? But what I'm a proponent of is not sitting here to sow political discord. It's to make you go, okay, okay you know, yes, you should vote. I, I do believe in that, but you shouldn't rely on politicians. That's a terrible strategy. That's not going to work out for anybody. Okay. So getting back to the topic on hand, you know, why is it that we have such a hard time figuring out whether or not we're going to go into a recession? Well, that's because there's always so many mixed signals. And with the way supply chains are nowadays that are driving up the cost of things. How much of that is inflation? How much of that is the cost of doing business? How much of that is supply versus demand? There's just a lot of things that are just still out of whack that make it hard to predict what it is that's actually driving this. Uh, if you look at unemployment, unemployment um, is at a really low point right now. Like it's under three and a half percent, normally at five. I think, you know, for only like the second, third time in history, there are more job postings in America than there are people available to work. Now that can be a misleading factor because normally those unemployment rates do not track people who have been outside of, um, basically that haven't had a job in 12 months. Once you, once you, there's there's two different, types of, um, unemployment when they report those stats and the people that the cutoff is that one year mark, once you've been unemployed for a year, they stop calculating you. So there's a lot of people who are still at home, uh, because it's not, it's cheaper to stay home than it is to go and work. Um, you know, then, and that's one of the reasons why that statistic is so low, but still, unemployment is low. Companies are hiring left and right. People are looking for talent. Well, again, that is a contrary perspective of what you're going to get if we are going into a recession. So while the cost of things skyrocketing is definitely an indicator, while the rising interest rates is an indicator, while there's all of these technical signals that are indicators that we are going to do it, the reality is the stock market's really only like 7% off its high well that's not a recession um companies continue to hire people well that's not a recessionary sign uh there's there's a lot of different things that uh, you know home buying construction all of these industries are still booming it, it's complicated there's there's a lot of a lot of things that could go both ways in to forecast out it's just anybody's guess. So anybody that tells you, yes, we are definitely going into a recession right now. They're lying. They don't know Uh, that or they're an idiot and you shouldn't listen to them anyway. Anybody who says the opposite? Yes, we are. Guess what? It's the same story. Nobody knows. It's too fluid of a situation. There's too many things that could happen. Um, You know, the the, there's that's just the world that we live in right now. So that is why I say you know, if you're trying to get an answer as to whether or not we're going into a, a recession, I would just say, why? Like, why are you, why do you need to worry for a recession? Guess what? We should have a recession about every 10 years. That's, that's normally the way it falls. We should have some level of recession, depression, something like that. Nothing like, like, that causes markets to crash like you know the 50 60 80 percent drops like that Eh, maybe not that kind of a recession but a 20 to 30 percent yeah sure that's actually healthy because if not things just continue to go up and there's no corrections to bring the prices of things back down to give the everyday person whose wages normally don't go as high to catch up to it so recessions are normal and they're part of the economic cycle, just you know, as much as you get rain in the spring and snow in the winter, as if you live up north or somewhere not in Florida, where I am, uh, you know, that stuff's just normal. And we are probably three to four, or five years overdue for one. So, as I said, you know, like I said, you can go back and reference that previous podcast. I'm not going to get too far into it, but the reality is, there's a lot of things you can do to prepare for a recession. You should count on recessions coming. We don't know when they're going to hit, but when they do, you need to be ready. And guess what? Recessions are an amazing time to invest by, you know, uh, investments, different things like that. Why? Because everything's on sale. Everything's cheap. People are scared. So they're holding their money back. That's the whole point. Well, if you are prepared for a recession, you have money sitting on the sidelines. I mean, all of a sudden, like to give you an example, I mean, you know, Apple, there's a great company. Well, if all of a sudden Apple's stock dropped 20 percent. Does that make Apple a bad company? Does that mean they're not going to continue to print money? Absolutely not. So you should absolutely buy that. It'll probably, you know, turn up making you a whole bunch of money in the future. So, you know, and I'm not saying you should go buy Apple or anyone, but I'm, I'm just giving an example. If there's a good business that you like that we know is doing well, they're probably going to do fine through it. So we don't know when recessions are coming. Now, I am going to take an educated guess based off of all these other educated guesses that I'm reading and what i will say is this what i will say is that there are a lot of signs that are trending toward a recession happening number 1 just the mere fact that we haven't had a serious recession in a long time uh is a pretty good signal in and of itself on top of that the other reason that i think that we could be heading into a recession and the reason i agree that 2023 like maybe the beginning of it i'm saying the people that are saying we're probably heading to a recession are saying the beginning of 2023 the reason i kind of would agree with that timeline if we are going to hit one that it would be that would be because number one you have this war with ukraine and russia that's got got to play out that's going to have a, a huge impact on uh, a lot of exports such as wheat and the fact that ukraine it's not looking like they are going to be able to uh, hit their wheat uh, uh, season this year due to the war Uh, they sell like, I think it was something like 25% of all the wheat to Africa. Well, that's a lot of people to feed and that all those Africans are going to have to go and they're going to have to find food elsewhere, which will drive the cost of wheat up from other places, yada, yada, yada. So that's a big deal. You know, wheat is a crucial uh, crop that we have to have. So that could drive a lot of things up the war with Ukraine, obviously oil and all these other things like the the point is that is putting a lot of pressure. All these economic sanctions we're putting on Russia, it's continuing to pile on the supply chain issues that we have and all the demand issues. And long story short, everything's just getting more expensive. Well, when things get more expensive, people tend to spend less money or they use what is called substitution. So they uh, spend money, but they spend it on cheaper alternatives to the things that they like. So, just to give you an idea, an example of substitution would be: Well, normally I like to drink Pepsi. So instead of Pepsi, I am now going to drink my local store's crappy cola instead of it because it's thirty cents cheaper a can. Well, that you're still drinking a soda. It's kind of the same product, but you're going with a cheaper one. Another example of uh, substitution would be, uh, you know, changing behaviors. Hey, I actually like to go out and have a beer, and when I go out and have a beer, I pay. Twice as much for that beer, but I get the experience of being at a bar and music and fun and social and yada yada. Well, now instead of going out and spending money at a restaurant, I'm going to take that instead of getting one beer and I'm going to go buy a six pack with that and I'm just going to stay at my house. Well, now all of a sudden you're starting to feel it at restaurants and then maybe they have to lay people off and yada yada. So there's an example of substitution that tends to happen. So as the cost continues to go up, that's what people are forced to do. And when money is being taken out of the system, well, unfortunately, people have to get laid off. When people aren't going out and buying the newest computers and the newest whatever, well, that's what tends to happen. People scale back on spending because everything's expensive or there's a lot of fear that things could get worse. And then all of a sudden, businesses have to start laying people off. So this is, you know, like I said, there's just so many moving pieces. you know it, it makes more sense that it would happen later in the year because we're right in the thick of it i still feel like things are, are not nearly as bad as they can be um you know just looking at the stats like i said the market's only down seven percent normally it's 20 to 30 at least a signal recession there's just a lot of stuff so sorry i know this is a a, a lot of different pieces it's a little bit of more of me rambling versus a, a laid out episode but that's the problem. I I don't know. And nobody knows. So it's hard to sit here and give you concrete data one way or the other, and to be able to give you that hard yes or no, because it just wouldn't be true. So the answer just comes down to, I don't know, um, but you should be prepared. And that's it. That's just what it comes down to. So if you want to be prepared, if you want to Stephen, okay, you got me, you sold me, I get it. Thanks for the non-answer answer, essentially. Um, I'm ready to stop listening to this podcast and actually get to something that's going to help me get ready for this recession. Go to the podcast that I released, uh, episode 58, three things to do if we go into a recession. That's going to give you some very actionable items, straightforward, no nonsense, and uh, you will be in a much better place uh, as far as having a checklist of things to do to help uh, make a recession more palpable and like I said, if you play recessions properly, um, you can actually really leapfrog your wealth a couple years uh, if you're properly prepared and, and take advantage of some of the buying opportunities that come with that. There's a saying that I will end with, and it says, uh, when there is blood in the streets, buy real estate, a.k.a. when everybody else is fearful, you should be buying uh, because that's when things are on sale. All right. Hope that helps. And uh, I will talk to you next time.